turn this shit up. Racking this shit up. Like a front pan, but my bitches in there cause nine bands. I'll see y'all niggas like a blind man. Playing with the keys like I'm Ray Charles. I can stuff a 50 in my gold yard. Water, cause in the border, Florida, headed to Georgia. Ray Charles, I put my hoes in order. Yo, 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 everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking minority sports report. I am your boy, Big Black. Joining me. I am not Jay Snog. He is not Jay Snog. Who the fuck are you then? It's game 44 filling in. It's game 44 filling in, even though he's on the show all the time. But word. Word. Kind of. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Anyways, welcome, welcome. This is an early edition of the show. 420 is tomorrow for the people who smoke weed. And if you don't know, I work in a dispensary. So I'm trying to get all my shit done early so I can sleep and deal with these dummies in the morning. Speaking of dummies, what's going on with uh, Dana White, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, remember his claims from a few weeks ago that Fight Island is real? Yes. It's getting realer by the day. Because uh, the UFC has filed for patents for the name Fight Island and UFC Fight Island. Oh my god. So we're one step closer to Mortal fucking Kombat. <laughs> oh shit, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that fucking movie on Netflix last weekend too. Uh, Dude, I watched it like two days ago. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I can't. I love it. I still love it. I love it. It's not a good movie, yeah. but I fucking love if- it. If part two was on that, I would have watched that shitty movie too. Bro, I was heated. No bullshit. We'll get back to the show. But same. I watched it. And I was like, all right, time for Annihilation. Motherfuckers. I was so mad. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'll, probably, <laughs> I'll probably try to look for that sooner or later, but it was nice reminiscing for a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they also... Well, after he was told to stand down by uh, ESPN and, well, in all honesty, Disney, um, told him to stand down from having that UFC 249 like he was planning on, uh, he announced another card that is, I don't don't know if it's set, but it's currently proposed for May 9th. And this card is like UFC 100 stacked. What? Yeah, so th- we'll have three championships. Uh, we're going to have an interim. Well, it sucks it's an interim, but it's an interim lightweight championship uh, between Tony Ferguson, who was supposed to fight Khabib, mm-hmm. and Justin Gaethje. Oh. that Yeah, that's going to be – that should be a great fight. Uh, women's featherweight belt is on the line. Amanda Nunes or Nunez versus uh, Felicia Spencer. I don't know. And then the bantamweight title is on the line. It's Henry Cejudo and Dominic Cruz. Like the same Dominic Cruz? Yeah, yeah, the announcer Dominic Cruz who hasn't fought since 2016. What? And a title shot. What? <laughs> I think it was 2016. I may be wrong on that year, but yeah, he hasn't fought in a long fucking time and he's getting a title shot. Ah, nigga, I thought that motherfucker was retired. Retired. That's what I thought. Uh, but yeah, apparently this was supposed to go to uh, Jose Aldo, but he's stuck in Brazil with the travel restrictions. Oh, okay. So it looks like that's why they gave it to, to Dominic Cruz. 
Uh, but also on this card, Francis Ngannou versus um, uh, Jarzinho Rosenstruck. That dude with like crazy knockout power. So basically two giant knockout mm-hmm. artists going at it. Uh, my boy Calvin Cater, from, well, used to fight at Sitio Town. Now he's with uh, Joe, Joe Lozon's camp um, versus Jeremy Stevens. Damn, um, I'm pretty sure they announced Anthony Pettis and Donald Cerrone. Uh, Greg Hardy is taking on Jorgen DeCastro. Fabricio Verdum is coming back and taking on Alexi Olenek. And Jacare Souza is taking on Uriah Hall. What the fuck, nigga? Yeah, and then there's like two or three other fights on the card, too. Bro, so that's like, these stacked. Are the huge names. That is a stacked card. That's just yeah. one card? Uh, that's supposedly supposed to be the card for May 9th. Wow. Um, I think they're trying to do this at the Apex Center in Nevada. But if that doesn't work out uh, because of what happened in Florida with the WWE, I think they may look to move the event into Florida, uh, who will most likely let them have it. Jesus Christ, Florida. Yeah, or if not, maybe this is something that they're they're setting up Fight Island as a as a backup location for this. But I, I'm, I don't know for sure. But yeah, so... Oh, Pretty man. crazy shit in the works at the UFC because that card. When I seen that announcement, it, I, I first seen it on the Addicted to the UFC Facebook group that I'm in. Yeah, and I thought it, I thought it was just oh. one of those things where it's like people's dream card, right? And I seen it, I was like, oh, that card would be nuts. And then I started seeing fucking like legit articles about it. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. God damn. That's going to be a crazy shit if it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to, since UFC 249 was postponed slash canceled, I wonder if they'll skip that number like they've done in the past and and Just use this as like a UFC 250. Hmm. You know, 250, that, that's kind of a big number. Yeah. So why not have this huge card? That's true. I mean, they skipped events in the past like I bet numbers in the past I know they've done it once before <coughs> yeah so, I, can, I yeah man mm. uh, as much as I hate Dana White for his aggressive business practices I uh, have to say if that shit happens I will definitely watch it oh as a fight fan I love it yeah like, that's I love it that's and, crazy. I mean, for everything he's saying they're um, giving all the fighters in their corners tests so, um, I mean, everybody who's going to be at the event has going to be tested. Mm-hmm. Um, if fighters feel unsafe, they don't have to fight. They're, they said they'll have replacements uh, ready to go. Right. They're not forcing anybody to take these fights. But, I mean, not only are they looking to set something up for fans who are dying for entertainment, they're also setting shit up for fighters who are dying for money. Right, and for fighting, honestly. If, yeah, because if you're not a fucking main event fighter, you're only making a couple of grand per fight. Right. And when you only fight once every six months and you can't fight because of this shit, I mean, people are chomping at the bit to get in the fucking cage. Fuck yeah. Chomping at the like, bit. I, I know if I was a, like a, a prelim fighter, I'd, I'd fight regardless of testing or not. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what you what you were saying about the uh, 
they're not forcing anybody to do it. I didn't want to interrupt, but that's exactly what I was going to say was that it's there's always somebody ready like the NFL. There's always somebody ready to go out there because not everybody's getting it like the top top, you know, the top guys and shit and girls. Uh, Yeah. 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 Fucking Mortal Kombat is really happening, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, one step closer to fights to the death. <laughs> it's fucking in international unsanctioned waters, baby. Would Dana White be Shao Kahn? <laughs> oh, of course. He'd have to be Shao Kahn. No, or... Mm, Whoever owns WMG or whatever the fucking because I'm like he is. he would yeah he would be Shao Kahn because he's like the face of the you know of the shit and then whoever owns him is like Shinnok like the nigga that's really oh. pulling the strings <laughs> but you don't really know him unless you really know what's going on Lord yeah God damn speaking of all this Mortal Kombat talk did you watch Revenge of Scorpion No I'm waiting for it to uh, come out on Blu-ray the 4K because uh, I'm gonna get the 4K shit I know it came out on Tuesday. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I can't I wait to watch that again. shit, bro. I can't fucking that's, wait. Honestly, that's what made me watch the old Mortal Kombat movies after I watched that shit. That's what made me watch it, too, because I saw it was yeah. coming out. I was like, oh, <laughs> time to get ready. Yeah, boy. I am, Man, uh, that uh, shit was dope. Check it out. Yeah, I, I'm going to own that shit. As a matter of fact, if it comes with a fucking digital copy, we'll probably give it away on the show. You know, speaking of digital copies, you know, you know, um, Streets of Rage Four is coming out soon. I saw that as well, bro. I found there's this site called um, uh, Low Run Games or something like that. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm fucking up that name, but they're oh, limited limited run games or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They're putting out a version of Streets of Rage Four, whether it's uh, I didn't see an Xbox version. But you can get it for PS4 or on the Switch. But they they're sending it out not only with the a steel book, but they're putting it in like a retro looking Genesis case. Oh shit! Yeah, I I might buy one. It's like sixty bucks for the one with the Genesis case, uh, or you can get the like regular version because I think this is going to be mainly a digital release. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so um, if you're interested in that, check it out. Oh shit! Oh shit! So many games, so many. Fuck! Stimulus checks, spend them. <laughs> yeah. Shit! For real. If you're getting one, I should say. But, uh, I spent half of my spin- stimulus check on Nintendo products, so uh, there's I that. I spent half of mine on bills. Yeah. No, that's where the other half is going. That's why I said half, baby. Yeah. Half. Yeah, I paid <laughs> off all my shit. And now I'm looking to spend money. Yeah. Smart man. Smart man. Holy fuck, Mortal Kombat got us on a tangent. Um, yeah, it did. Thanks, Dana White. Appreciate it. Uh, well, yeah, well, well, we're still kind of on that on that uh, combat tip. Um, have you still been watching Dark Side of the Ring? I have not been watching Dark Side of the Ring because my life has not let me watch Dark Side of the Ring. The last time ah. we talked about it was pretty much like the last free weekend that I had that was the last one we talked about but I was like oh I'm gonna yeah. watch it this weekend but I totally didn't watch it so oh so you didn't oh so you're, oh, you're that far behind okay. I'm super far behind guy way behind well uh, so episode well so you know episode 3 is the new jack one um episode 4 is the uh, WWF 
before they changed their name is the Brawl for All. Do you remember that? Oh, vaguely. Hold on. I have to. I'm gonna have to Google this their, while you're talking. It was the UFC's attempt at like a real fighting tournament. Of the WWF's Brawl. For yeah, it was all? basically like a, it was basically like a the WWF Tough Man contest. Mm. And they put him in the ring with like boxing gloves, and they were really beefing it out. It was like um, Steve Blackman. Mark Merrow, Bradshaw. No, see, like I do. Godfather. I was. I definitely. I know I watched it because that was when I was watching wrestling. I just have to. I have to see like the fucking the graphics for it. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, dog. Nigga said so, Mark yeah, Merrow. Like, yeah, Mark Merrow. <laughs> the Godfather, Bob Holly. Like it, it was eventually won by uh, Bart Gunn. Oh no, yeah. No spoiler. I mean, I know this is fucking years twenty ago. years ago. <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so it basically goes over like all the shit that went down how how the idea came up oh yeah this was the, uh, like injuries that forced people out of it like all all kinds of crazy shit did a homeboy die things. from that shit uh no i don't think anybody died but somebody just got really fucked up from like obviously from concussions and shit like that i think his name was draz or something like that draz well that that was unrelated to this tournament oh, okay yeah, he did. He got paralyzed in the ring, but I don't think it had anything to do with this okay, tournament. Okay, okay. He just happened to be in it. Gotcha. Man. But, uh, yeah, it's basically from Bart Gunn's eyes, because he's the one who won it. So it's basically, like, him recapping the entire thing uh, with, like, a, a bunch of people obviously chiming in. But it's mainly all about Bart Gunn's, like, experience throughout this shit. Is uh, he related to Billy? No, no, that's. I think that was all just uh, wrestling. Okay, just the wrestling, wrestling brothers. Gotcha. Because I was like, I know his son and <laughs> Billy Gunn and his son are in AEW. Jumping ahead, but yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, that's not even uh, Billy Gunn. That's not his last name. Billy Gunn's last name is something different. No, I, I no, I understand that now. Once you said it's the wrestling thing, that's why. Yeah, I, I will never forget. His first name's Monty. But I forgot. I always forget what his last name is. But it's not his name is not Billy Gunn. The the Gun Club. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, that was episode four, and then this past week, episode five was Jimmy Snooker and the death of Nancy Argentino. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. This one, I got pretty deep into this one, but I ended up falling asleep at the end. Um, not because it was boring or anything. I was just high, full, and laying on my couch. So that's just the perfect <laughs> storm. Right. Um, so yeah, I gotta go back and catch the end of that. I might just rewatch the whole fucking thing. Maybe I'll do that before this week's episode. But yeah, mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Ring season two's going pretty strong. Yeah, I gotta catch up on that shit. Catch up, catch up. <clears throat> uh, did you catch up on Dynamite? Are yeah, you behind on that too. No, no, I've been up on Dynamite. All right. Uh, oh. So this week's episode. Um, looks like it's all all taped footage. Yeah, because I didn't see any graphics in the corner of the screens that said they were live mm-hmm. at like at any point during the thing. So I think this is all the footage that they have recorded. Um, this episode started out with the basically a Lance Archer Cole Cabana package setting up their match for the TNT Championship tournament. Um. So basically, Jake the Snake talking about Lance Archer for half of it, and then the other half is Cole Cabana talking about himself. And then they basically jumps right into the match. 
um, where Lance Archer, I mean, I wouldn't say he beat the shit out of Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana did have some mm-hmm. offense, but it was basically all Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one thing, I don't, I don't know why I didn't notice this before. Did you notice that this motherfucker, Lance Archer, got a graveyard tramp stamp on his back? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like this weird tribal shit on his back. Oh, but like shit. right on the bottom where his belt line is, there's like a tombstone, like two tombstones and a cross. Oh my god. That don't god. really fit with the rest of the back tattoos. Like, is that just like a graveyard tramp stamp? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's too funny, no. But yeah, I, I, I kind of got drawn out of the match because I was laughing at that shit so hard. <laughs> but, um,. Archer ended up getting the win. Man. He hit his blackout finisher, which is basically like a reverse razor's edge. Uh-huh. I would think, yeah, kind of. I think that's the best way to describe it. A reverse razor's edge, where instead of just dropping you, he flips you back onto your face. Yeah, it's just fresh. Um. So yeah. So he got the win there. So he moves on to face the. Oh, I don't even know what the brackets are. Uh, he doesn't move on to face anybody yet because we don't know. Well, yeah, I was going to say the winner of... Oh, gotcha. Because that... I know Cody won, but he's on the other side of the bracket. Yeah. And then we got Darby and uh, fucking Sammy going at it, I think, next week. Yeah, that's next week. Darby? Uh, so, oh, yeah, he goes on to face the winner of Kip Sabian and Dustin Rhodes, which is probably going to be in two weeks. And then Cody's going to face the winner of Sammy and Darby, which is should be this coming week. Mm-hmm. Man, man, man. TNT Championship. Yeah, so looking to add that belt to Lance Archer's thing. Um, so it's kind of going like I assumed. He beat up Cole Cabana. Dustin's probably going to get the win, and he'll destroy Dustin to set up that rivalry with Cody even more. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, the next thing up was uh, a video of Britt Baker um, basically talking talking shit, doing her heel thing. Um, I, have you, you're probably too busy to check out the po- uh, podcast too, right? Yeah, I haven't seen any of the podcasts. Um, Dustin was on the AEW podcast, and he, he kind of hinted that I guess Cody is like coaching Britt on how to be a heel. Mm-hmm. So like this is his little project, uh, but yeah. So Britt doing her heel thing, which she's still doing great at it. Um, kind of talked about being a role model, even though she's a heel now, which is pretty funny. But that video kind of rolled into her match versus Cassandra Golden. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you were a fan. Thick. Thick. Did you see? <laughs> did you see Billy Gunn's face when she came out? No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh man! It's, as she comes out, she like walks by all of them, and he's just standing there, like blank face, just staring at her, like the entire time she's walking by. Like it, it got to the point, like she gets in the ring, and you could still kind of see him in the corner of the screen, and he still got that same look in his face, like damn. Yeah, no, she's uh, obviously she's. We're not yeah, objectifying was, was women here, but goddamn, she's uh, she's gorgeous. Um, but so yeah so this one was just a showcase for Britt Baker um yeah she's getting yeah. better I didn't see t- 
see anything spectacular from Cassandra. I mean, this is, I mean, it's kind of a short match, too. Um, yeah, not for like hits two me. minutes. What, what were you saying? No, I said it was like two minute long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she maybe hit like two or three moves and then gave her that uh, curb stop on the bottom rope. Yeah. And was, um, was able to get the win. After the match, she kind of talked shit to um, Hikaru Shida, who was sitting at the sitting at the side of the ring uh, after their match last week when she got her nose busted open. Mm-hmm. When Britt Baker got her nose busted yeah, open by yeah. Sheeta. So that's why she was talking shit. Uh, after that, uh, oh, the bubbly bunch. That shit was funny. Yeah, that promo was so, fucking hilarious. <laughs> so fucking it's in a circle. Uh, they did a little promo video called The Bubbly Bunch. Uh, it started off with Santana, I think it was, in his house. He had the fucking Puerto Rico Dr. Seuss hat on. Um, <laughs> the Puerto Rican Day cuts, Parade hat, bro. Yeah. Then he cuts to Ortiz, who's <laughs> sitting in the... It looks like a bedroom with stuffed animals, and he's in, like, a kid's chair. It was then stupid. Then they cut to Samuel Guevara, who's shirtless, working out. Um, <laughs> then they cut to Jake Hager, who's poolside with his kids, and he tells him to put earmuffs on. Says he's gonna beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> then Jericho pretending to cook in his kitchen with yeah, like uh, I think the pan was empty and he spilled orange juice all over the place. And then when they cut, the orange juice was not spilled on the counter. Yeah, and he had a fucking egg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck, yo? Yeah, yeah that shit's great. Great that shit from is the inner great. circle, like usual. Yeah, I don't even remember what they were talking about in this fucking thing. It was just, oh, they were talking yeah, about how Jake was going to beat Moxley's ass. Oh, that's what. All right, I knew. I knew they were talking shit about yeah. beating somebody's ass, but I was just catching all the little shit in the video. Like, yo, did he just spill orange juice? And then there's no <laughs> orange juice on the counter. Like, what the fuck? So fucking dumb, yo. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, so that was that little promo video. Uh, then that led into. Sammy Guevara taking on Shug D. Yeah. Uh, who Jericho kept calling Pineapple Pete because of the fucking shirt he was wearing. He called him Shug Knight once. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> this dude, you know, Shug D, he kind of looks like a cross between Lance and Dante. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. For the listeners, that's John's brothers. That's a little inside. Inside baseball right there. Inside the park, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is uh, another like showcase for Sam Guevara for them um, for his uh, TNT Championship tournament match with Darby Allen because um, it was basically, I mean, not all Sam Guevara, but it's just a dominant show yeah. by Guevara. Right. He hit him with that uh, that like n- weird knee move. After, um, what did he call it? The torture knee. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, it's almost like you're gonna drop him for a fucking uh, like a rack, like a torture rack, and then you flip him over yes, and hit yes, him so on. Yeah, him. instead of just racking him up, you flip him over and on the way the down. Face, yeah, you hit him in the face on the way down. Um, but yeah, yeah. so that's a good finisher there, and he used that for the win. Uh, after the win, he starts talking shit about how he's gonna beat Darby Allen's ass. And then he said, he says, this is how I'm going to do it. And then he continues to beat up Shug D. And then Darby Allen comes out and um, just kind of chases Guevara out of the ring. And so that's out of that, setting up that match for next week. 
Uh, after that match, we had good one. Kip Sabian. Wait, what? Oh, so it's going to be a good one. Oh, okay. I thought I, thought I missed something. No. Uh, so after that, we had Kip Sabian, who's coming down with Penelope Ford, uh, which I believe is now his fiance. If I, I remember them saying correctly. Damn. Um, he they uh, he took on Chuck Taylor from the Best Friends. Uh, there was no. Fuck! I just blanked out on the other guy's name. What Orange Cassidy? No, 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 no. the other guy. Oh, and the Best Friends. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say without him, it was just Orange Cassidy. Uh, but yeah, so they came out. Oh yeah, Trent. Trent, that's what it is. Uh, so they had a uh, pretty solid match. Uh, at the end of the match, they had a little funny thing. Um, so Chuck Taylor is on the offense. So Penelope Ford hops up on the ring apron and kind of like takes off her jacket to show her her features. We'll, yeah. we'll say hello huh. <laughs> and uh so that kind of distracts chuck taylor and Sabian took advantage and, and gave him the boot to the stomach and like clubbed him in the back with his hand dropped him down and then fucking orange cassidy jumps up to the apron <laughs> takes off his jacket to distract kip Sabian, <laughs> and then uh chuck taylor did the same gave him the boot to the stomach and, and the club thing uh but as soon as that happened Jimmy Havoc pulled Orange Cassidy down from the apron and like uh, was it was kind of like a weird pack like cradle DDT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically dropped him right in his head on the outside of the match on the outside mats. Um, that distracted the ref. Uh, was it? I think it was Aubrey. Yeah. Uh, it distracted the ref and that let Penelope Ford hit a Frankensteiner off the top rope to Chuck Taylor. It's tight. And then Kip Sabian took advantage of that, rolled up Chuck Taylor for the win, and stole one uh, with the help of his buddy Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy English fucking Havoc, yeah? He's a fucking wanker, that Jimmy. Throwback to those uh, Combat Zone wrestling, that deathmatch shit. That's where he's from, where Jimmy Havoc is from. Oh, so he's a crazy motherfucker. We just haven't seen it yet. Tight. Yeah. Tight. Uh, so after that, we mm. had a match with Sean Spears taking on a, a new guy. I don't remember ever seeing this guy. Justin nah, Law. it was his first time. What was his first name? First timer. Justin Law. Justin Law. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one was just a showcase for Spears. Um... Spears hit him with a, a running fit, his running fit, well, his finisher, uh, but he did it, it with uh, a little bit of a run and drop. But it's called the C four. It's basically like a like a fireman's carry kind of drop. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it is. That's a good description. Yeah, uh, so he got that for the win. Uh, pretty solid match, but none none spectacular. Yeah, it was whatever. It was a match. Wait, isn't this Sean Spears? Isn't he the guy looking for a partner? Yes. Okay. Yes, he right, is. Yeah, I, thought, I thought so. All you, right. you thought right, my nigga. Um, so, yeah, so that was that match. And then we had the main event, which was um, a no holds barred empty arena match for the AEW World Championship. With good old Jim Ross on the mic, baby. Good old Jim Ross. This actually took place in a completely different arena than the rest of the show. So I'm not sure. It was the uh, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was the amphitheater again. 
Yeah, because they had the, they had the huge screen behind them. Yeah, and the rest of the show they were they were in the smaller, smaller spot. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Jim Ross was on the mic. It was kind of weird only having one person. It was, and then I got used to it. it uh, yeah, it did. It, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird at first, and then you kind of forget about it. Yeah, it was very strange. I was thinking about that process. Like I was like, "Wow, this is weird with just Jim." And then I was like, "Wait, this is weird." How fast I got used to it. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, that, that whole match was weird just because it, I kind of felt like the way it ended was like lackluster. Yeah. I was expecting a little more for the finish. Uh, basically, at the, what was at the end, uh, Moxley threw a chair at Hager's face, and then he hit him with the paradigm shift on the chair that he threw at his face, and that's how he won it. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seemed like a like a quick ending for yeah. the way the match was going. But yeah, I mean, this probably could have been a pay-per-view main event. Yeah, but uh, because of the times, it's uh, a free match on TV. Yeah, I was what you're saying with that quick ending. It's like whoever wrote that match, whenever they wrote it, was still writing like there was an audience. Um, yeah, in the arena because I had the same thought, but then I was like, if there were like twenty thousand people there, you know, and fucking that shit happened, the pop would have been ridiculous, you know, and the payoff. Yeah, but I, I also think if they had people in the arena, I don't think they would have had been able to do some of the shit they did like when moxley had that figure four on like one of the railings on the in the stands yeah but you can do all that inside the ring too yeah, you could you could but uh, yeah i don't know that's just take my advantage take on of it. the empty arena yeah it was weird but it was it was a good match that like you said also, I, i'm uh, sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i agree with you i didn't the the climax of the match was kind of lackluster but it was yeah. it was a good match and I mean, I'm also comparing this to the WWE. Uh, remember that Super Bowl match with the, the, with the Rock Mankind and Mankind? the Rock Hell and the yeah. arena? I was kind of expecting a little more use of the arena and like the rest of the environment. They kind of didn't really leave the first section of the stands. That's what I was thinking too. And then I realized because Jim Ross kept saying no holds barred, and I kept hearing hardcore match, you know, and essentially the same. It is, but it isn't because. In the for at least for me, the way I'm thinking about it, hardcore match, like you're expecting them to go backstage and to do shit and use props that you don't normally see. No holes bar. I'm like, once uh, I was like, oh yeah, he grabbed onto the rope. Somebody broke a, a, a tap or a submission by grabbing onto the rope, and then the ref broke it up. And then I was like, oh wait, this is a pins count anywhere, not necessarily a fucking hardcore match, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it's if they. They branded this match just a no holes barred match because of the times it's in an empty arena. That would be one thing, but they specifically branded it a no holds barred empty arena match. I was just expecting more use of the empty arena. I agree. So, I don't know. That kind of weighs in on my disappointment with the match. I mean, it wasn't a bad match, no, no. but I just, I don't know. I just had, I think my expectations were a little higher for that. I, I don't know if they were higher, they were different. And also, you give it Hager his first loss, and you finish it with a chair to the face, like a thrown chair to the face. And well, a, yeah, that's a quick paradigm shift. Yeah, that's why I think he lost that way. And again, like I think this is all has to do with like writing for an audience who isn't there necessarily. But the fact that he won that way, Hager can be. There's always that co- that caveat of 
yeah, you beat me, but you fucking threw a chair on my face. You know what I'm saying? And you cheated yeah. basically to beat me. What it yeah. comes down to, um, like a tarnished win kind of thing. Right. Exactly. So that an asterisk on it. Right. So I feel like that'll play into uh, the storyline. You know, a little bit further down with the inner circle yeah. and shit. But yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see, nigga. Keep on. Speaking of that word, I know, nigga. That's why I keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So that was the end of dynamite. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like we said, speaking of that word, jumping into NASCAR. Like this nigga don't say nigga. Dumbass Kyle Larson. Dumbass Kyle Larson, bro. Got suspended indefinitely by NASCAR <laughs> and then fired by his team because he was caught using the N-word. Nigga. During last week's uh, E-NASCAR iRacing <laughs> series race. <sighs> um, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, no, it's for me. It's hilarious because I say nigga. I can't tell you how many times a day I say nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you um, like you can do it. Yeah, but it's also like, and so for me, it's like it's hilarious because I say it all the time. You know, um, and then it's like I don't know his friends. I don't know his circle. You know, like nigga, you shouldn't be saying that shit while you're on the job, anyways. But maybe he has a pass from some niggas that we don't know about, you know? Um, possible. Possible. Because from what I understand, it wasn't a hard ER. It was like, can you hear me, nigga? You know, that kind of shit. Like, yeah. Um, it, you know, so I'm like, I don't know what a circle of friends are like, you know? And you're playing video games. You're not in a racing car, you know? So his mind for me is like playing with the homies and chilling, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, nigga, you're fucking on the clock, bro. Yeah, this ain't Call of Duty, bro. Calm <laughs> yeah, down. right. Um, it's unf- He's not getting his job back. At least, no. like, I don't... I, I did see something, like, an article online saying that he'll eventually get another car, but it's like, he might be one of those races that has, like, two logos on his car as he's driving around exactly that's exactly it i was like I, maybe not this year or uh excuse me not this season coming up but probably the season after i can see him yeah. racing again yeah we'll take a bit and yeah just... um one thing i seen that came up was uh i guess the Bre- breakfast club uh-huh. charlemagne and them uh were like trashing nascar because of this basically saying like they're all a bunch of like redneck white dudes this this that i'm like first off i'm not defending the dude no but first off he's fucking half japanese yeah which i didn't know (laughs) he's like he's not just uh, he's not just like a redneck white guy yeah um but you can't you can't trash the entire sport because of one guy yeah no we we are that's why a lot of people have beef with that show. I've never watched an episode. I've seen clips, but it's like, it's sensational. Yeah, I just see the clips that go viral right. with them arguing with people who are on the show. But like, that's, that's exactly it. See. It's always sensationalism. It's always, let's yeah. get the headline. Let's let's blow this shit out of proportion. Is y'all finished? Or is we done yet? You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. shit. You know? Uh, yeah, that's why when I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, these fucking dudes again. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Guy, I, I'm not defending this guy. I'm not defending this guy. No. Hell no. No. He deserved to lose his job. But it's also like, you can't just run your mouth like that when you know shit about what's going on. Like, yeah. They, they basically made this doom seem, seem like he's in the KKK. It's like, he's fucking half Japanese, bro. Right. Like, get a little more information before you start. Right. Before you start talking shit. Nigga, I watch NASCAR, nigga. So what? 
You know, yeah. like fuck it. But yeah, I I agree with you. I'm not defending anything what he said. The reason why I think it's hilarious is because you know, like I said, it's like I walk around with my dick out. That's the nigger. That's how I say it. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you got in trouble for that shit, stupid. Um, that's how. I, that's why I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, man, it's just you just gotta be fucking careful, man. We don't know yeah. all the circumstances. Like I said, we all have friends. I know I have friends that aren't black that I don't give a fuck if they say nigga. I don't give a fuck because it's a word and whatever. And then there are certain people, especially if I don't know you, you know, like Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson saying nigga. I'm like, I don't know him. I would be really uncomfortable if he said that to me and I would say something to him. But at the same time, niggas get brave. If you got niggas in the hood or people who are giving you the pass, you forget sometimes where you're at, you know, and I have to remind yeah. Some of my white friends about that shit, like, yo, we're not at work or we're not at fucking, you know, wherever the fuck we're just chilling. Yeah, it's, I mean, each setting is different too, because it's like you take it to comedy, for instance. Right. Like, depending on intent and and how they're using it and shit like that, like, like look what happened with this dude from uh, Seinfeld. Exactly. He said it. It didn't land. Everybody hated him. He basically got banished. <laughs> right. and, but then somebody like Louis C.K. says it, and like, oh, what a what a great joke! This, this, and that. Like it just. But it's again know. too. It's like Louis C.K. He has the pass, quote unquote. You know, because he's he's yeah. not a black com- comic. Rock and shit like that. Yeah, like, exactly. He's he gets the pass. He's with the heavyweights just, of the community. You know, it just so brings up. Uh, just a, a weird conversation with shit like that. Oh and yeah, just because it's NASCAR, which is already a white, super white sport. Yeah, it just may, they, people are taking it way worse than what it is. Yeah, it's redneck as fuck. It's not necessarily racist, you know. Yeah, just like there are racist people who love basketball and fucking baseball and football and fucking yeah, whatever. You know, it's just like I, I like I said, we're not. Given we're not defending this dude for saying what he said, and he deserves everything that he's get coming towards him because you're a fucking professional, you know. Uh, yeah, just don't, just don't, just don't fucking say it. Seem like it's every every driver in NASCAR is like exactly because it's, it's not. It's not true. Um, okay, I can't. We can't say that it's not true, but at least they're not doing it in public. You know what I'm saying? And hey, some people like to take right turns. Some people don't. <laughs> Turn to the left. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, long story short, pretty much if you ain't black, just don't say nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like basically. If, if you're not from the fucking African culture, if you're not, you times know, times have changed. Times have changed, yeah. Times have changed. Like Scam, I don't give a fuck. This nigga's Puerto Rican. This nigga grew up in the hood. Puerto Ricans are black, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I don't give a fuck when I hear Puerto Rican people like you don't get mad when Puerto Ricans say that shit. Fuck no, dog, because they are us too. A lot of them don't yeah. want to admit that shit because that's just how we were programmed, you know? So I don't know uh, I, I used to grow it up. That's just how we all talk back Hell then. Hell yeah, nigga. But the time of the times we are in now, I make a conscious effort not to say it anymore. That's what he does on the air. My nigga. No. No, I'm just kidding. Dog. <laughs> Shut up. So, I mean, sometimes it may slip out if I'm drunk, but <laughs> yeah. now I'm going to get banished. I'm going to get canceled. Banned. Now. Cancel, cancel Scam Forty Four. Cancel his ass. But no, it's it's true. Um, as you get older, your vocabulary changes. You know. Yeah. I, I definitely. Just say dude, a lot more. 
I don't. I say it way less than I same, used to. For me, same meaning. I just say dude. Oh yeah, exactly, bro. I say bro a lot now. Guy. Oh, bro, yeah, yeah, bro, guy. But yeah, it's uh, I say it a lot less. Um, I've been using it pretty liberally during this episode for this exact reason. <laughs> for, for that setup. Yeah, for that setup. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. You grow, you change your vocabulary. At least you know if you mature, your vocabulary changes as you grow. You know, so. Yeah. Whatever, 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 whatever. Whatever the fuck ever. Whatever floats your boat. Find your lost remote. I think we're done here. Yeah. Uh. Well, before we're done. Oh. There were some non-N-word spewing racers <laughs> that took part of the race today. That's right. Uh, we had the forgot. We Toyota even... Owners 150 from the virtual <laughs> Richmond Raceway. Uh, we didn't even talk about the race. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it actually finished not too long ago. Uh, literally, uh, I think it was like within the last 15 minutes or so. I uh, finished up. Uh, but the winner, William Byron. Second place is Timmy Hill. Third place is Parker. Kligerman, who I have no idea who the fuck that is. Uh, fourth place was Landon Castle, and fifth place was Kyle Bush. Mm-hmm. Bush. Y'all thought he was going to say Larson. Oh, Dale Jr. in the number eight was in eighth. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap it rap. But yeah, but yeah, now we are done. Now we are done. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we're back. You know, um, you can follow us all collectively at TMS Report Scheme. Follow him on the internet at oh, the handle Scheme Forty Four. I'm at the Beatnik. Um, yeah, and I'll give a special, extra special, ninety second birthday shout out to my grandma. Her birthday was yesterday. Ninety two oh, years wow. old. That's fucking crazy. I don't even know if I want to live to be that long, to tell you the truth, bro. I don't know if I want that. But uh, she had her yeah, birthday, 92 years old. Um, so happy birthday to Grandma Sophie. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to y'all next week. Word. Peace. Peace. I feel kind of fly.